You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to Hello Somebody, a production of the Black Effect Podcast Network and iHeartMedia, where we rage against the machine, where we raise our voices against injustice and stand up for justice, where we embrace hope and joy with an optimism for a brighter, more just future. Each week, I'll be dropping knowledge, whether it's a solo episode from me or a hearty discussion with esteemed guests doing great things in spaces and places of politics, entertainment, social justice, and beyond. We get real, baby. I mean, really real. We get honest. We get up close and personal for you. Yes, you. Because everybody is somebody. Before we begin, I want to give a special shout out to my team. Thank you, Sim. Tiffany, Sam, and the team over at Good Juju Studios, Erica England, Pepper Chambers, the hot one, and my social media team. Hello, somebody family. Welcome back uh, to the show. So glad to have you here with us. As you know, every single show, I'm always excited because, you know, that's just what it is. You bring people on that you want to talk to, that you want to have a conversation with, that you want to share the conversation with others. And hello, somebody family. This moment is happening for us yet again. I'm excited about the person that I'm going to introduce you all to, but I'm also sad too. And you will know I'm kind of giving it away before we even get started. But I have with me uh, Sherry Warren, and she is going to tell a story about her brother. And uh, I'm feeling kind of heavy right now. You guys know when I come in and I'm talking to you, I let you know when I'm feeling heavy and I'm feeling heavy. And all of us should feel heavy after we hear what Sherry has to say about her experience. And I'm hoping that in that heaviness that you are also willing to take some action. So, you know, it's, it's just never easy losing a loved one. So I am going to put that in there. And you all know I share with you time and time again how I lost my mom at a very young age, but she died from a medical condition. And there was nothing surrounding or shrouding her death other than the fact she died really young, but it was mother nature. 
So it's never easy losing a loved one, but especially heartbreaking and unsettling to have lost a loved one that was taken away. And I put capital on taken away uh, from us, from you, from anybody with no explanation and having it unresolved. I want us to hear and really understand this story that Sherry has been sharing all over, not only this country, but the world can peer in and find out what happened to her and her family, this beautiful, strong family. I I want you to hear a story. So I want to get a hello somebody on that. I feel the hello somebody's in the amen. And as we empathize, uh, we do understand very clearly that what happens to one directly happens to us all indirectly. We know that we have a lot of unresolved issues in this country, especially when it comes to race and class. On this one, we're going to talk all about race. Yes, we are. So with that, Sherry, welcome to our show, uh, to our family. And I'm so glad that you're joining us. I know that you've been all over the country telling this story. It's on social media. So anybody in the world, as I said, can hear the story. And you were most recently on uh, The Breakfast Club with Charlemagne, uh, the God. I think DJ Envy was out at the time, but Angela was there in studio with you. And that was a really good and strong interview. So welcome to our family. and Hello, somebody. Please share the story. Well, first, thank you. Thank you so much for your platform and sharing your audience with me and your family with me. And I feel welcome. I'm walking through the church door. Hey, <laughs> hey y'all. Um, <laughs> the docu-series is three-part docu-series. It's out right now on Discovery Plus. And it was produced by Now This. And it tells a story of my family's 35-year struggle with the justice system to bring justice to the hanging, well, to the death of my brother. In 1986, my brother was found strung up on a tree. Now, the questions at the time were, how did this happen? Because as a family, you know what your family's like, and you know, we knew he didn't do it. However, the system wanted to convince my mother at the time that he did. And when I say the system, the law enforcement, law enforcement officials wanted to convince her that my brother killed himself. And through trial and error, through um, investigations that she had to fund through interviews and talking to different people, we have since found out that there is nothing factually, medically or scientifically that states that Keith put himself on the tree. Yeah. And I don't want to take too much away from these from the series because I, I, I don't want and I don't want to sway people's opinion. I want you to go watch it because once you see this, you will understand why I'm still talking about this 35 years later. Sure. My mother was a single black female in Montgomery County at the time with two kids, now one. And she was trying to go up against the system. When they found Keith's body, they didn't do an investigation. They immediately sent his, they as a detective, they immediately sent his body to the funeral home of his choice, which embalmed the body prior to notifi- notifying my mother. Okay, so there was no autopsy. And then a month later, the detective cuts the tree down even though he told us the case was closed. Now, let me go back. At the time when he found my brother's body, he didn't canvas. They didn't cordon off. They didn't interview anybody. They, they didn't talk to him. Nobody was, was interviewed, right? Or no questions were asked. It was just, okay, clear cut suicide. And I've always asked the question to the, to the police, show me at 1.30 on an afternoon of July 31st that there was that, that, that was a suicide. What, why? What did you see? Because I can show you how it wasn't. Right. Right. And this was in Maryland, right? This happened in. This was in Montgomery County, Maryland, Upper Wheaton, Glenmont area. And unfortunately, throughout my mother's struggle, my mother felt like she had to have this certain 
energy and face that didn't piss off people. You know, she had to go talk to white men about her black son on a tree. So, yeah. she, you know, she wanted to be careful with the conversation. I don't know if they have a whole other approach, as you can see. But, you know, in 94, it's it was crazy. They spent, they as Montgomery County Police Department, spent more time, money, and effort and energy trying to find a lost police dog than they did trying to figure out how my brother got on a tree. Oh they brought in a psychic. And this is not something that I'm making up. You can Google it it's in the Washington Post. They wrote, they wrote about it. It's sad that a police dog's life was valued over my brother's circumstance. Yeah. Right. It's just troubling that this system of justice in Maryland is a broken system of justice for my brother. Right. I can't speak for anybody else. I can only speak specifically for me. And I said this on the Breakfast Club in relation to officials that I've reached out to county executives, state's attorneys, I can't get a response, a phone call, an acknowledgement, attorney generals, senators. These are taxpayers' dollars, this annual salary, and you won't even acknowledge me, right? I want to stay right in the parking lot right on that. You have reached out Mm -hmm. to these officials asking them to do what? My end goal, my request is very simple. Reclassification of my brother's case in the Montgomery County police files to reflect what the evidence shows. And the evidence shows it's not suicide. To update the death certificate. The death certificate should not read suicide. It should either read undetermined or homicide. Because I can show you how it's not a suicide. You can't show me how it is. So we need to at least meet me in the middle and reclassify the case to reflect the evidence. So you're not asking for money. You're not asking for... I'm not asking for an investigation. Yeah. See, see, here's the thing about the investigation, and I get a lot of pushback on this. You can't investigate an investigation when there's no evidence. The detective destroyed the body, right? So there's no autopsy because he sent the body to the funeral home and he embalmed the body. He cut the tree down. How are they allowed to do that? I mean, for some people, I mean, I'm very curious as to how the detective in the police department could do whatever they wanted, basically, with Keith's body and then also mess with the evidence, which is the tree itself. Well, I'm going to use a quote from my mom. Okay. My mom said this back in 86, and she said, my issue is not your issue today, but continue to ignore my issue. My issue will one day will become your issue. Mm. So in, in her many meetings with the county and the police and the county executives and the state's attorneys, and in my meetings with the, the police, because I haven't met the state's attorney yet or the county executive, I was told it was policy and procedure back in 1986 that they could release the body to the funeral homes of their choice. So then I asked for a copy of this under the Maryland Public Information Act, Freedom of Information Act. Show me a copy of this policy procedure book so I can cross reference. There is not one electronic or hard copy in the state of Maryland for me to go back and reference. Okay, so show me the requisition that the detective put in to go on the private property and cut a tree down. If he's collecting evidence for a case after the case is closed, there is none. Okay. Show me pictures of this tree since he's cutting trees down, right? For evidence of the tree that he cut down. There is none. So you don't have any evidence. You don't have the body. You don't have the tree. His clothing was changed. We have photos that show different clothing that he has on. Well, I'm whispering right now, but people can't hear me. I mean, I wish they could see my face. I am in total disbelief and wanting to cuss right now but i won't what oh yeah 
We want people to go and watch this three-part docu-series. It's made by Now This, and it's available on Discovery Plus Now, where you know you can really get down with the get down in terms of what has happened here. I mean, Sherry's giving us top lines, but this, if you're not having the kind of moment I'm having right now, I, I, I just don't know. And, and you know, when I was reading about this and I was thinking about, what was I doing in 1986? I was 19. In 1986, you know, I mean, that could have been me. That could have been my brother. That could have been my sister. That could have been a cousin. You know, that could have been a friend. And we're not talking about ancient history here. And so, Sherry, what you are saying to us is that at least in Maryland, they had the right to get the body, take it to the morgue of their choice. You know, funeral home. Sorry, excuse me. Right. You're right. Funeral home of their choice. I mean, that, if, if, if I just want to stop right there. Like, this ain't the 18, uh, you know, 1920s and anything. This is 1986. And I'm not sure if, and maybe you can answer this, was this something that happened to all people in Maryland? Or was it something that only happened to black people in Maryland that you could take a body without getting the permission of the family to the funeral home of your choice? Let me break it down into two things. So remember, I told you I can't go back and I can't verify that it was policy, right? Because sure, there is right. no copy of this book, right? Yes. And at the time, when you think about it, Keith could have been Muslim. He could have been Jewish. You don't know what he That's is. True. And was you going to pay the bill? Now, who was getting, whoever was going to get the bill should have been a responsible party to take, say, send him to wherever. So how is it? So the police want to get into semantics with you. Yes. So, for example, with regards to the funeral home, they will say, and they have said this to me directly. Well, we didn't choose the funeral home. It was just the closest one. Well, if I didn't choose it and I was a minor and I wasn't here and my mama didn't choose it, who chose it then? Mm. Like, come on, let's not play these games that we're playing. And it's really difficult for me not so much because I have come to a good place, a place of peace, knowing that my mom and brother are together and that they're watching over me and protecting me. OK, because, mm-hmm. you know, me fight you when you kicking up a whole dust up a whole state and police department is problems. Yeah, <laughs> that's not the conversation. But I know that there is something more here and I don't know what it is because you are you pushing back too hard for a simple ass. And I don't know why that is. So to, to your point, maybe there was a different set of rules for black people back in 1986 and different different set of policies and procedures. Because what I'm finding out in, in relation to this case, because and again, I'm, I implore people to go vote. I implore people to know your know the laws within your your district, your city, your town, because I didn't know up until last year that the county executive was chief of police boss. And I should have been kicking this door down, but that was my fault. But sure, I'm learning as I go, right? And I'm learning that what police departments are now doing, they hide behind policies and procedures when they want to continue a lie. Sure. And, and instead of step, stepping up and saying, well, yeah, we we effed up. Our bad. And we've changed. Because I've, I've gotten a conversation, well, yeah, policy and procedure wasn't followed back in 86, but dot, dot, dot. Well, but dot, 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 nothing. That dot, dot, dot doesn't bring my mother or my brother back because the day my brother died was the day my mom started losing a little bit of life. And that department, that detective specifically tried to take her voice away. He tried to dismiss her. He tried to make it seem like she was a distraught woman that couldn't get over her child's death. 
which was probably true too. All of those things can be true. She had every right to be distraught. That was her only son. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. This is Ashley Iconetti from the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast. The state of Tennessee is one of the few places where the sounds are just as breathtaking as the sights. Whether that's live music at a historic music venue, the crack of an open fire at a campsite in the wilderness, or hearing kids laughing as they explore what's right around the bend, Tennessee just sounds perfect. Start planning your trip at tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect. Man, this is, again, you guys got to go watch the docuseries. This is absolutely mind-blowing. And just the courage it took, because your mom worked on this like you're carrying on what your mother started in pursuit of justice for her son for your brother and you are taking up that mantle and it takes an incredible amount of courage not just to the point what you said you're going up against a whole department you and it's really not you going up against them you just want the record to reflect that's why this is so mind-boggling because this ain't no mystery here in terms of what you're asking for to me seems very simple I mean it seems like a simple request but the fact that they are fighting it so hard leads me to wonder some things too and the point about were black people treated a different way well we know within the legal system of America we can just answer that across the board black people are treated a different way so whether it was de facto in practice or de jure which you can't figure out whether it was in law or in policy excuse me in policy because they can't give you the policies but it may just be in practice which is de facto means they they did it in practice so the fact that you are carrying this on i'm telling you i'm just shaking my head hello somebody before we get too far down the path, can you just share with us who your brother was? I mean, you're the baby sister, you know, for all that you remember about him and your mom. Um, she is certainly the shero of this story, too, because it does take a lot in all of your grief to try to press on to find the truth. Unless anybody listening to us today don't understand the historic import of a black person and a black man, in this case, being hung by the tree. I mean, you know, Nina Simone, Mississippi, goddamn. Okay, go listen to that song, A Strange Fruit. Listen to that song, too. If they don't get that shit, I don't, I don't understand. You know, they don't know America's history. That is another extra layer on, on the tragedy that happened to you and your family that this young man, barely grown, was hanging from a freaking tree. Fill in your own F word, because that ain't the word I want to use. So, okay, I had to get that off my chest. Who was Keith Warren and 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 how do you remember your brother and your mother? I mean, you could throw mom in there, too, because you watched her go through this and you're picking up the mantle. But but who were they? And your mom's first name is Mary. Mary. Yeah. Let's start with my mom first. Okay. My mom is the reason why I'm able to sit here and have this conversation with you. My mom did her due diligence when she she wrote everybody. You name the legislators. She probably wrote. Them. She rewrote Janet Reno asking for the FBI to come in because you would think. 
and I have all the letters, you would think that a black man strung up on a tree would be a problem, but they kept kicking it back to the state, which is another problem. Yeah, it is. You could tell that that's, she just, the love of that she had for us and, and Keith, that's what was driving her. But I think it took a little bit out of her every, every day. It took a little bit out of her. Cause I, like you, my mom passed away in 09 and I still don't know to this day what, why she passed away. I took her to the hospital. She had a fever and short story, two and a half days, three days later, she's gone. And the doctors at Georgetown begged me to do an autopsy because they don't know what killed her. Yeah. And we still don't know. They still have questions. Right. But I, you know, I, I believe in divine timing and I believe that it was my, my mom was due to retire from her job from Walter Reed on that Friday. She died on that Tuesday. They were literally throwing her a going a retirement party, a surprise retirement party at her job on that Tuesday. So in my head, I said, this is God's way of saying to me, her work here is done. Now you need to figure it out. Yeah. And at her funeral, I said, and at the gravesite, I said, this shit ain't over. <laughs> yeah. And we're going to continue on. Because Keith was, to segue into Keith, he was a son. He was a brother. He was a nephew. He was a grandson. He was a cousin. He was loved. His personality was a little different than mine. He was more quiet, laid back. Things didn't really get at, get at him. I mean, I knew how to get at him because I used to pick with him. But but it took a lot. It took a lot to this ball. I'm good at that, too, by the way. And I still do that, by the way, to this day, um, as you can see. Yeah. Um, and he was a protector. And I knew, and I he used to fight for me. I My mouth would get me in trouble. And he would have to take up my battles, which is fine. And so this is my way of fighting for him. And, can, and giving him a voice and giving my mom a, a voice, a voice to her struggle. And the docuseries did such a great job in telling her story without victimizing my family. They, they did just, I mean, yeah. humanized my brother. Because, yeah. you know, it's crazy. This system of justice in Maryland wants you to go away. It wants you to give up. It wants to deflate you because, you know, you got a single black mama with no money. Oh, she'll be. We'll, we'll silence her. No, the system quick. was is designed to wear you down. Yes. Yeah. So like even today. So yesterday and this is just recently I read an article. So back in, in when we were shooting the docuseries, the police chief who I've had many meetings with never said to me that I needed to go start talking to the medical examiner's office. He never said that to me. But he told the production team, well, you need to tell her that she needs to start with the, the medical examiner's office. We can't do anything. It's the medical examiner's office. Okay, fine. And you'll see, again, I go watch the docuseries. I go to the medical examiner's office. I found out yesterday in an article that was written about the docuseries, the chief is quoted and now saying, well, the attorney general now has to do it. We can't start an investigation or implement one that it has to come from his office. They keep moving the goalposts. Yes. Like it's like Lucy in that football. Like you keep moving it. So which is it? Is it is it the medical examiner's office or now it's the attorney general's office? Which one is it? Because I don't know the justice system. And you put you vote people in place to help people like me who don't know the justice system. You are supposed to be there for the checks and balances, right? The legislators, the delegates, the congressmen, the senators, the county executives, you're there for the checks and balances. And when it's at, when they're out of balance, then there's injustice across the board. That's right. And let's call them all in. Hell, let's get everybody in the room and let's just settle it. Because I, I didn't hear Yeah, everybody. let's settle it that way. This is Ashley Iconetti from the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast. The state of Tennessee is one of the few places where the sounds are just as breathtaking as the sights. Whether that's live music at a historic music venue, the crack 
of an open fire at a campsite in the wilderness or hearing kids laughing as they explore what's right around the bend, Tennessee just sounds perfect. Start planning your trip at tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure... It kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I want to bring something up real quick. Sure. I want to talk about how local media, in, to include national media, will pick and choose who they think is important. And we all know how brown and black people are not important. You know, you get blonde hair, blue eyed people missing all the time. You see them on pictures left and right. But you find that they will pick and choose because there's a, a scene. And I'm, again, I, want, I implore you to watch it where it is mentioned about how this was not talked about in the paper in Maryland. And. Ironically enough, I even had an interview with the Washington Post back January this year prior to the release of the docuseries. And we were told that the article was going to be released. And I actually told the people, the team, I said, he's not going to talk about it. He's been covering the county for 25 years. He don't want to piss some people off. And we still waiting for it to be released. No, I'm sorry. We were told that there was nothing really new here to talk about. I can show you back in 2014 that the then Captain Jones, who's now Chief Jones, said to me in writing, it's in writing on an email, that the detective used information from a third-party, unknown, undocumented, unrelated source at the scene to determine my brother's death to be a suicide. And when I brought that attention to them, they told me, well, we're still nothing new here. You're going to use hearsay information to determine a suicide and then justify that information to send the body to the funeral home of your choice, and you're okay with that? Oh, well, we're not saying it's okay, but, you know, things have changed. What does that got to do with my family? I've had People Magazine. We've had The Root. We have you. We have local media. But the Washington Post don't want to talk about a black man swinging up on a tree where his death could have possibly been. Because here's the other part to my brother's death that I find very interesting. I personally don't think he died on a tree. I think he died somewhere else. He was strung up. Okay, that's my personal opinion. And again, I need everybody to watch the documentary, Darker Series, to get your own opinion. But I I think that he was put there for a reason. Okay, because if he died somewhere else, because he could have had an accident, his friends could have had something played a practical joke. They could have left him on a curb. They could have left him in a parking lot. But you gonna string him up on a tree? What type of message was that, right? But nobody thought that was weird, right? It's just 
sad that because you had one detective who decided that he wanted to play God and have the authority to do so, that we're, you and I are having this conversation because nobody reeled him in. Nobody said to him, what are you doing? Nobody checked him. And then the chief will tell you, see, the other argument that the department will say, well, this has been the most investigated case in the county history. Why would I want you to invest, do an investigation against the person I want you investigating? That's stupid to have the, the person that I want investigated investigating himself. You sound crazy. My mom had asked for an outside agency to come in. Of course, that never happened because the FBI kicked it back to local level, right? Again, the system of justice in Maryland is a broken system when it comes to Keith Warren. I just, and, and you know, the the more things change, uh, the really the more that they stay the same. And so the pursuit of justice from your mom and also now you, I hope people understand that this is not just, it definitely will impact your family and give you probably not even closure, but it gets you a step closer to getting something out of this that, that you want in terms of the integrity of your brother, his life, what he lived for, and hopefully shining a brighter light, having that investigation reopened, which listening to you, to me, I feel like it should be reopened. And though what you are fighting for illuminates so many dynamics in our country. So in other words, it's a long way for me to say this is bigger than you and your mom and your brother. This this what you are seeking will help others, too, in this country. So I, I just I don't know how your mom did it. I don't know how you are doing it. I know you're you're a spiritual woman. So the force of your mom, the force of your brother's spirit, the force of God keeps you fighting this. But this is bigger than your family. And that's why people should care about this story and what happened to your brother. And in the 1980s, you know, racial tensions were high. We're not in a post-racial society right now. OK, hello, somebody on that as much as people want to say that. We are not in a post-racial society, and we definitely were not in a post-racial society in the late 80s. Far from it, you know, just as we are now. So, I mean, we just can't sit back and think that this is okay. So, Sherry, what can people do to get involved? I know you talked about voting, which is vitally important. People need to vote, and they need to understand how the system works. Because a lot of what you're talking about is the system itself. And people not understanding how to navigate that system. And that's by design, too. They make it complicated. Mm -hmm. The system was designed by the people with the means. And, and that's true whether we're talking about what that's happened it. to your brother in Maryland or whether we're talking about something in Cleveland, uh, you know, in Ohio. The system was designed by people of means and power. And it is designed mm -hmm. for them to navigate it and not every day poor, working poor, and barely middle class people. Those are the facts. And so you got to jump mm -hmm. through a lot of hoops. You got to have a lot of money oftentimes to even be able to mm -hmm. fight something. That's why so many people plea too, because they don't have the means to keep on fighting. You know, we need bail reform in this country too. Thousands upon thousands of people are locked up right now. Ain't been charged with a thing, Sherry. They just can't afford bail. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So these are just examples of a broken, well, let me say a system that is working as it is designed to work and it must be fixed. So mm -hmm. thank you for letting me wrap all that in there. What <laughs> is it besides we want people to watch it? 
made by now this available on discovery plus right now go and watch it and weigh in send sherry a, a, a note of uplift you know but what else can people do sherry to to be involved um not only in this but you have a larger vision here for the work that you're doing how can people get involved and be helpful so right now i am the statute of limitations is it's not my friend the only legal recourse we had in reference to my brother from maryland that i know of now somebody knows something different please call me i'm online you can find me um was that his civil rights was violated right and my mom tried to file a lawsuit that's a little bit of conversation that's part of the movie <laughs> the lawyer that she hired which she had to go out of the county to get filed the case seven years and three months after the statute of limitations was up citing that we were not cooperating with him do we look like we weren't cooperating? Yeah, that's another. That's a whole other movie. That's a whole other segment. Oh my god! So I mean, she took him to the bar association. She had him just whatever reprimanded. She got her money back, but that was the only legal recourse that we could possibly find. So right now, I, the court of public opinion is where I am right now with this case. I need people to write the state's attorney, the attorney general, the county executive, Jamie Raskin, who covers Montgomery County, Congressman Raskin, Senator Will Smith. I need people to write letters on my brother's behalf. I don't trust the police, so I don't think that they have my best interests involved. If they did, we wouldn't be having this conversation. So I don't you don't need to write the chief because he's not going to do anything. He's going to sit on his that hill that he's going to stay on. I was going to petition the medical examiner's office, right? Baltimore medical examiner's office. Um, Dr. Mitchell, who's in the docuseries, was going to help me. But the medical examiner quit last week or a week and a half ago. You can't make this stuff up. You can't. <laughs> He wasn't there when our, my situation happened, but he was like, forget it. I'm done. This is too much. I'm leaving. Yeah, up and quit. So to your point, I can't make this can't up. Can't make it up. Yeah. But yeah, I have two sites. I have the KeithWarrenJusticeSite.com, which is all about Keith, his story, what's going on with this case, my thoughts, my mom's thoughts, notes and stuff. You can go there. And then I have the KeithWarrenJusticeFoundation.org, which is a not-for-profit where I'm helping other families in my situation. Now, I, I ain't got enough money to help anything on an open case, but a closed case, or if you just have inquiries. Because So since the docuseries was released, I've had people reach out to me in my situation, asking me, well, where do I start? And I always try to, what I tell them is Freedom of Information Act, Maryland Public Information Act, and statute of limitations. That's where you start. Whatever state you're in, start with those three in relation to your case. And then, I, you know, I'll be going into greater detail, but the foundation is in his name. And I did that intentionally because I want something good to come out of the situation. My mom was not afforded the opportunity for good legal advice. Yes. And I want to help people in my situation at least be able to sit down and talk to somebody who can say to them, this is your case and this is what I would do. Or, you know, yeah, you don't have anything here. You might want to just let this go. She wasn't given that. So. I mean, we're still like, I have a board. We're still starting, you know, trying to get funding together to get that going. But I just want Montgomery County to understand, I'm not going away. My brother's not going away. My mother is definitely not going away. And either deal with me now or deal with me later. Just dealt with my mom, but it's okay. Now the world sees, to your point, all eyes are now on Maryland, the state of Maryland, and Montgomery County, Maryland, and how things were done then and how they're still being done today. Well, I want to reach out to, I have one person in mind right now that I'm definitely, Sherry, going to reach out to on your behalf. I won't name their name uh, right now with us. I will share that name with you at a later time, but I'm going to reach out to this person and see if they would be willing 
uh, to help you get, I don't want to call it closure. I want to call it uh, going to the next level because there will Mm -hmm. never be really closure just because they honor your request. This is a very simple request to me. Now, maybe it's something Mm -hmm. I'm missing. It just seems like a very simple request, not too much to ask for them to do right by you and your brother and your mother by changing the death certificate. Right. That's number one. And reclassify and reclassify the case. I don't understand, like you said, unless there's something else there. But for all who are curious, and I hope that everybody is, please, please, please watch the docuseries. It's three parts. It was created by Now This. It is born in the sweat and the tears of Sherry and her mom. And uh, it's on Discovery Plus now. I want to leave this little breadcrumb. Sure. Episode two, my request is validated by a state by a former state official. I'm not going to say anything else, but episode two, y'all, you will see, and they white. <laughs> so. Come on, look at episode two. Now, Sherry, she putting it out there, baby. This is something you don't I'll want to miss. There. You don't want to miss. So, Sherry, oftentimes on Hello Somebody, I kind of use quotes or scripture or just something like kind of to guide the conversation. Like my love language is quotes or scriptures, just a pretty picture or something. But I know you know you did this, but I want to pull it back. You are bold. You have courage and you know that about yourself. You said your brother had to always, you know, stand in and, and, and protect you. And, you know, even in this moment, you are shaking somebody else's power trees. There's something in a book called Promises of Power that was written by Mayor Carl B. Stokes, who was the first African-American mayor, African-American mayor of a major city. And in there, he talks about people's power trees. And basically, you got to be careful whose power trees you shake because there are consequences. And you fully on this journey, carrying on your mother's work, you are shaking other people's power trees. And you understood that. So the voice that I hear for us today, he said these words, never Ever be afraid to make some noise and get in good trouble, necessary trouble. And that was the one and only Congressman John Lewis. Sister Sherry, I can't say it any better than that. You are making good trouble. Thank you for being a troublemaker. I appreciate that. You know, everybody got in something. They was put on this earth for a reason. And that is my, I have found my calling. That's what I'm here for. I know. That's right. She's here for it. Even all that you went through, the fact that you have moments of levity too also says a lot because I know that, I know we all recognize that you've had many, many, many moments of pain and sorrow and you probably still have those moments. But right now in this moment, that boldness is, it's like, yeah, yeah, we're going to do this. They, I ain't going nowhere. Mama ain't going nowhere. My brother ain't going nowhere. Because this is about my family. Trust yeah. and believe. Trust and, just and like believe. You know, and believe. Trust and believe. Yeah. yeah, amen to that. Well, Sherry, thank you so very much for joining us on Hello Somebody on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Listen, y'all, right? Do that. Do what she said. Go visit those websites. Sherry, let's get those websites one more time. It's in the name of your brother, Keith Warren. Yes, the Keith Warren Justice Site, just like it sounds, dot com. And then you have the Keith Warren Justice Foundation dot org. And I can be reached at info at the Keith Warren Justice Foundation dot org. Info at the Keith Warren Justice Foundation dot org. OK, and we'll yeah. make sure for those of you who are listening and who are interested in reaching out to the foundations and reaching out to Sherry, we will have all of this in the show notes. So all you have to do is scroll down. 
scroll down into the sh- uh, show notes. Please share this on your social media. Share this with friends. Encourage people to go and watch this very compelling story and the courage of this family to get some kind of justice for a mom, for her son, a sister, for her brother. Uh, Keith Warren's death should not be in vain. And there are more questions than answers. And we should care enough in this country to get the answers. It is a sad case. Uh, and it doesn't even have to be something as brazen as what happened to your brother, Sherry. But as you alluded to, Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter too. T-O-O. That was the whole genesis of that movement to get this country to recognize and to understand that even in the 21st century, it does not. Uh, you laid out the fact that mainstream media really didn't, you know, who's covered, whose life matters depends on who the people in power decide to highlight. That's it. And that is why it is so good that we have independent media sources. It is so wonderful Amen. that we do have Black Effect podcast Amen. network so that black stories uh, can be Amen. centered. Uh, we do tell the stories of others, but we right here are not ashamed to say that we center the stories of black people. And what happens to black people happens to all people. We got to understand that, that, that we are all uh, together. So wait a minute. Hold on. Go vote in the midterms. Oh, yes. Please go vote. Don't let an election cycle go by when you're not voting. And research these people that you are voting Man. for, as Sherry laid out. They create the rules. Sherry, we're going to have to have a whole nother uh, episode about voting. Like yeah, Man, listen, Sam, listen. get us back together on the voting tip. Damn it, go vote. <laughs> and I'll research. You sit on your couch and mad your taxes is raised, but you didn't go vote. Really? Now, why are you mad? Hello. Oh, okay. If you don't participate, like they're going to make the rules with or without you, with or without you. Politics is going to happen to you, with you or without you. So you can be mad and sad. Take your mad self and your sad self. And a lot of times you got every right to be mad as hell because the system ain't damn working. Yeah, Sherry not going to do a whole nother show on this. But (laughs) go ahead. Be mad, sad. Whatever the motion is, maybe you glad some of y'all might be glad, but take yourself on and vote because politics happens to you, whether you are happening to politics, whether you participate or not, baby, it's happening every day. It's going to happen. It's going to happen every day. <laughs> Amen to that. Oh, my Amen. gosh. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Anyhow, oh my, it's been such, such a pleasure to talk to you and to learn. I cannot wait to finish watching the docuseries. I'm glad you dropped that nugget about part two, baby. We going, Sim and I, we going, yeah, we going to watch two. that. Yeah, yep. we are, baby. Part yep. one, part two, and part three. Get involved, whatever yeah. you do. Uh, keep the faith and most importantly, keep the fight. The pain is numbing Try to shoot for the stars if you gon' aim for something Embrace the love for your brother and sister Unity's the missing brush, we need to puzzle this picture Let's paint it up, frame it up For the world to see, hang the hatred up Enough is enough, is enough Making changes on us, in Turner Her voice is the truth, her wise words inspire the youth To keep their eyes on the roof 
It's the end, never give up, keep conquering goals To the eye, intelligence, silver, wisdom is gold Back to the end, now is your time, stay firm, don't fold To the A, all you need is the three bones That's what Granny said Now I'ma make sure these words from Granny spread For all the here, just give her your ear She can take you to the promised land, I swear World peace is what they fear From Queens to Cleveland, Ohio, we here Famous Somebody is a production of iHeartRadio and the Black Effect Network. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. This is Ashley Iconetti from the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast. The state of Tennessee is one of the few places where the sounds are just as breathtaking as the sights. Whether that's live music at a historic music venue, the crack of an open fire at a campsite in the wilderness or hearing kids laughing as they explore what's right around the bend. Tennessee just sounds perfect. Start planning your trip at tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. 